Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome back to our second part of my interview with Dr. Mark Pitstick. We are talking about this new device called a soul phone, and the interview is just going to pick up exactly where we left off the last time. So if you haven't had a chance to hear the last part of the interview, head on over to that part first. Otherwise, this will probably not make a whole lot of sense to you. So here we go with the continuation of my interview with Dr. Mark Pitstick. Well, and you talk about like the basic law of of thermodynamics, right? Like energy can never be created or destroyed. So where does it go? I, I had this conversation the other night. I was at a dinner party and they started kind of questioning me. And I don't fully understand the, the science. I, I don't understand it enough to be super articulate about it, but I understand that basic point. And they were like, well, what do you mean? How? I mean, I get that, but how can that be? And so I think that there is still so much so much skepticism and it really makes me curious why why do you think there's so much resistance to this like it doesn't seem like there could there's bad that comes of knowing this it's only it would only you know open us all up in so many miraculous ways yeah it's a great question amy uh first of all you know there was a giant schism uh, especially in the 1600s between science and religion. You know, some of the top scientists, Galileo, for example, were imprisoned or killed for coming up with scientific findings that weren't in concert with religious teachings. So that's one reason why scientists have really uh, distanced themselves from religion. Secondly, uh, while, in my opinion, all religions have that golden thread, what Aldous Huxley termed the perennial philosophy, like love one another, you know, uh, follow the golden rule and so on. Uh, some of them come up with some pretty crazy teachings, and a lot of people have just rejected religion out of hand. They want nothing to hear about it. Uh, less than 20% of people regularly attend church services in the U.S., for example. And the third reason is that I think people have a lot have become afraid to hope. Uh, you know, their hopes have been dashed so many times, starting when you're a little kid, you know, like Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy and so on, but also seeing uh, key figures. For example, when I was a kid, uh, you know, I'm a fairly old guy. When I was a kid, we thought presidents were honest and really cared about their country and medical doctors knew best. And what they uh, did was for the best of us. It wasn't about money and and so on, and now all these uh, idols have fallen mm -hmm. off their pedestal. So mm -hmm. people are understandably skeptical and afraid to hope. But uh, interesting, that will be the, that's the acronym for our next sessions, which will start next June, which are HOPE sessions, which stands for Have Opportunity for Post-Material Experience. So these will be individual sessions for clients where we're not where we want them to be yet, and so we're going to delay them a bit because we want these to be really impressive sessions uh, where people can then ask their loved one questions and get yes, no answers, and it may be more advanced than that. We just heard today from, we have a electrical engineer. He was a professor at Berkeley for 30 years. Uh, he just had a breakthrough on an electronic switch, and I won't go into all the physics and <laughs> science of it, uh, but that could greatly speed up 
this, this next device. So the point is that there is real reason to hope, first of all, knowing that um, death is not the end of life and all the other good things I mentioned before, uh, but also knowing that there is a very good chance that we can change our world for the better. And we can achieve a level of peace and harmony, fairness, et cetera, that a lot of people have lost faith in and maybe wonder if it's ever possible again. Well, one of the things I've often wondered is, you know, are all sort of the great thinkers or the great whomever, scientists, you know, artists, musicians, have they always been channeling, you know, something bigger, larger, greater than themselves in some way. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that genius just seems bigger and larger than it could ever, that could ever be contained in a human body. Yeah, some of them have stated, you know, they call them their muse or genie, uh, some of the information coming through in dreams and so on, and, and not just limited to science, but musicians. For example, mm -hmm. you know, Paul McCartney credits a number of his top songs coming in in a dream and they would and same way with john and george they said they'd wake up with a song in their head the melody the words and everything so uh, yeah we get help if we're open to it and especially if we open more to that greater reality again the, the term we use for all that exists the totality of reality um, and it's it's a clear scientific fact that the average human perceives much less than 1% of all that. Thus, the reasons for centering practices, meditation, time in nature, quieting the mind, allowing that control valve to open up just a little bit more so that we can tap into that for creative and uh, success across all aspects of our lives. And what is the timing of sort of the, the other three um, communication devices? How, how long do you think before we're able to? Yeah, it depends on funding. Um, again, with this great news today about the electronic switch, uh, our budget may have just dropped by two-thirds, um, but we don't know quite yet what we're dealing with. Uh, so at this point, that's one reason we're doing the seed events to educate people about this and the need for funding because what the university pays for the space and utilities and all that, but they can't provide each one of their professors with all of the equipment and staff needed for them to do their various experiments. Uh, so at this point, funding is needed and on our website, soulphone.org, and I think it's participate is the tab, people can see where as little as $5 a month, they be can become members and get a various uh, list of gifts for their involvement. So it depends on the, the funding. However, if we had the funding today, we would probably have the keyboard in a year to year and a half. Oh, wow. And then, and then after the keyboard, it's off to the races. Things should come in pretty quickly after that. Is there ever an would there be an opportunity to communicate with like spirit guides or angels, or is it only? deceased mm -hmm. material I, people. Yeah, Dr. Schwartz and I just finished meeting via Zoom and I asked him that question actually because no one had asked it. So oh, good for you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you've done a lot of interviews, right? Yeah, way to be creative. Uh, he said that, first of all, certainly there's been no research on it, partly because 
I, I mean, for people to understand that grandma might visit and be able to communicate with her is enough of a stretch, uh, let alone communicating with guides and angels. That's one. But he says his scientific guess is that, yes, these devices will allow communication with more evolved beings. So can you talk um, briefly about the greater reality living groups? Yeah, one of the first things we realized, well, first of all, there was a movie on Netflix uh, several years ago. I don't even know the name, actually. It it, uh, starred Robert Redford. And the premise was that one of the top scientists in the world had proven conclusively that life continued after bodily death. And we were all very excited to see it come out because that's basically what we're doing. To our shock and horror, though, where they went with that was that lots of people committed suicide. Hmm. And we're like, what? You know, can, could you take a little darker stance on that, you know? Um, and we realized, hey, it is going to be a big impact on people. So we began then considering how could we prepare people for a paradigm shift. Not everyone. We understand that, you know, some people are just, we're wasting our time. But the more evolved people, um, the more open-minded, open-hearted people, uh, because, you know, it's, it's well documented that a small percentage of people throughout history have uh, been behind big, big changes. So we wanted to see how could we prepare key individuals for this. So that's why we started the Greater Reality Living Groups. We just got this started. I think we have about 10 in several different countries now. In a couple months, I'll start doing online Greater Reality Living meetings. And the goal is described by the LIVES uh, acronym, L standing for Learn the Evidence. The clinical, there's lots of clinical evidence, for example, near-death experiences, after-death communications, et cetera. Uh, learn the clinical and scientific evidence that clearly shows that life continues after bodily death. The I stands for internalize this great news because we want people to not have just a dry, superficial, intellectual knowing, but a deep knowing. As you know, with your work, many people have been wounded. And that's another reason why you know some people can't accept this good news. They've been wounded so badly. So we want to help people release those old wounds uh, replace older teachings uh, that were erroneous or limiting, like, you know, there's no afterlife, or if there is, uh, you could end up frying in hell forever by a loving God. Oh, there's a strength. Yeah. And that's like one reason I went to theology school. I was like, what's that about? Right. Seems like a fun um, place to go. <laughs> yeah. So help people internalize this news. Uh, the V then stands for vitalize yourself and body, mind, and spirit, because Many people are now, and and I understand it with my holistic health training, why uh, they're chronically depressed, anxious, fatigued, ill, etc. And so it's difficult to know and show who you are, why you're here, if you're dealing with these kinds of challenges. So Mm -hmm. we want to help people get tuned up so they have enough energy and vitality to handle all the various aspects of their life and have some left over to brighten the corner where they are. The E then stands for enjoy the many benefits, some of which we listed earlier. And then finally, the S for serve others and yourself and make the world a better place. Mm. So these for these groups, I've created a series of 
videos because we don't expect facilitators to master this information and teach them. It's very information dense. So I created um, 30 minute videos where I talk on each one of those subjects. Then people have a chance to share their own spiritually transformative experiences because that's the other thing that Dr. Schwartz and I had heard from so many people. They said, we're writing you because we have no one else we can share this with. Our friends and family would think we're crazy. And then they go on to share their whatever experience, out of body or perceiving a loved one's visit and so on. And so it turns out that many, many people have had these kinds of personal experiences. And when they share them, kind of come out of the spiritual closet, we realize just how common they are. So this will be a, a safe, inclusive, respectful place where people can share their stories. Then also for each meeting or most meetings, I've created a experiential session using deep relaxation and visual imagery where people can consider, for example, okay, how can I fine tune myself? How can I release old fears and wounds that are holding me from seeing more of life? Uh, and then finally, uh, a chance to develop friendships, kindred spirits, expand. Yeah, because as you well know, um, there are some people out there that seem like just barbarians, like it's their first time around the wheel. And so it's nice to have um, kindred spirits, uh, don't feel so alone and isolated on earth, and you have more hope to go out and do some things. Uh, so those are the purposes for it's the groups. Kind of the ripple effect. And I do think, you know, it's so interesting because it's, it is pretty isolating if you've had one of these experiences, which was my experience and I was scared to tell people and never shared it and then once I did you know other like you said other people say oh yeah that happened to me but then they still dismiss that there could be anything else sometimes but oftentimes not and that's why the term spiritually transformative experiences or STEs because oftentimes those are the final straw the wake up event for people. You know, we uh, referred to the movie Ghost, uh, I don't know if you ever saw it, <clears throat> where Demi Moore uh, sees the penny floating in the air and that was her, her moment where she went from fear and disbelief to knowing and faith and, and joy. Uh, so that's why we're providing as much information, including the scientific research and all the other information in our book, Greater Reality Living, to help people see the light, have that breakthrough. Well, such, such powerful stuff. Is there anything, I know that there was, there were so many different ways we could take this conversation, but is there anything that you want to leave my listeners with today that you feel like we didn't touch on or kind of, you know, the biggest takeaways in all of this? I mean, I think it's, it's going to be remarkable for people to, to really connect and to feel like they're really connecting. Because I think there's so much power in you being able to do it yourself versus needing to go through a medium. You know, that's when I think your reality really shifts. If you've had a spiritual transformative experience or, um, you know, I think people often go to mediums and they have this amazing experience and then they leave and they start to think, well, maybe this wasn't that accurate or that wasn't that accurate. But this is giving people no doubts anymore. What I'd like to leave your listeners with is resources. And the first would be my website, which is Soul Proof. 
com, which has many free articles, radio shows. I uh, have been a radio host twice in my life and interviewed people like Brian Weiss, Raymond Moody, Wayne Dyer, Michael Newton, and other top names. And those shows can be listened to for free. Um, also, newsletters, uh, because for some people, this will be old news, but for many, it'll be mind-boggling, like, what, what, you know? Um, that's one of the most fun parts of doing this work when I share with people. Yeah, we've uh, definitively demonstrated that life continues after bodily death. And they're, usually their mouth opens and their eyes cross alone. They don't know what to say. They're kind of like, you can see their brain working. So it's important to have resources. That's soulproof.com. Then the next site, soulphone.org, and that's the information about the technology, the research behind the soul phone devices, and then also information about the SEED events, S-E-E-D, again, starting in February in Tampa, Florida, um, and then the website, greaterrealityliving.com, lots, lots of information, again, and especially a focus on the group so people can find a group in their area. However, since we're just getting started, there aren't that many. So how to start a group? We have a team of facilitator managers who walk these new facilitators through every stage of it. We have a learning management system where they can train on it. <clears throat> um, and then also the online meetings in the future. So if People who are really motivated for whom uh, this makes sense and they resonate, those are the resources to follow up on. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate your knowledge, what you're doing, how you're certainly adding you and Dr. Schwartz to the greater good of society. And you know, not only helping people deal with their grief, but really helping them live their life, which is the goal of this podcast, certainly for me. So thank you for that. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for having such a visionary show. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing what you do over your lifetime with all this. Me too. Me too. I feel like I'm still kind of trying to, trying to continue to navigate and figure it all out, but I'll get there. Well, I hate to tell you, but I don't think you ever figure it all out because once you get to the top of one mountain, then you see the next one. I know. I know. That's, but, but that's what's so amazing about this work is that you always feel like you're growing towards, you know, I mean, it, it, for me, it just always feels expansive, and I love that about it. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Curious about what comes next and what it all means? You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to podcasts and find life, death, and the space between and hit subscribe. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. Ask me any questions you might have. Let me know what else you'd love to hear about or just share your story. I can't wait to hear from you.